The Word of God is living. It is powerful, infallible, indestructible, incorruptible, and it will work mightily in me. And now, your host, Pastor Jerry Maya Williams, from the service already in progress. Form. So yes, it's a blessing to be able to say, I thank God for saving me. I thank God for filling me with the precious Holy Ghost. I thank God for giving me a gift or the gifts of the Spirit. All of that points to your spiritual formation. But are you fully developed yet? And if you're not fully developed yet, we need to get on the road of perfection. If I can give you an illustration of this, I want you to get what I'm saying. Not just what's taught, but I need you to understand that some things have to be caught. So I want to give you this illustration. Now, I like apples. I do like apples. But if we understand the apple, the apple hanging on a tree is fully formed in August and September but it's not fully ripened until October. And even though you are fully formed, it doesn't mean that you are fully developed. This is why Jesus could teach us and say, be ye therefore perfect, even as your Father in heaven is perfect. Now this perfection is not sinless perfection, not so beloved. As long as you're here on planet earth, you're going to retain the old nature Every one of us have a dual nature. We have a reborn nature, a righteous nature, a spiritual nature, but we also have the old man to deal with, that old nature. And so nobody has sinless perfection but God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost. So don't ever think when the word perfection is mentioned, that somehow God is talking about sinless perfection. Not so. Our perfection is being in the image and the likeness of God, spiritually speaking, and God is a spirit. Now, what I want you to understand, beloved, is that perfection is the offspring of patience. This is what the Lord has been dealing with me the last couple weeks about. Perfection. If I'm ever going to be fully developed, if I'm ever going to be fully completed, then I have to understand that perfection is the offspring of patience. And patience is a fruit of the Spirit. Patience is a fruit of the Spirit, preceded by love, joy, come on, huh? Peace long-suffering, and that's what patience is. Patience is long-suffering. It is the ability to suffer long. It is the ability to endure. So we don't get on the road to perfection by going around patience. We have to understand that patience, that perfection is the offspring of patience. Galatians 5.22 tells us this. That the fruit of the Spirit. This is what it means to be perfect. For your spirit to line up with God's Spirit. For your spirit to have the same attributes as God's Spirit. 
The fruit of the Spirit, Paul told the Galatians, the fruit of the Spirit is love. It is joy and peace. It is long-suffering. In other words, it's patience. It is gentleness, goodness, it's faith, it's meekness and temperance. Against such, there is no law. There is no prohibition against that. So when you get on the road to perfection, nothing and no one can turn you around because there is no law against being on the road of perfection. Glory to God. So the path of perfection, according to James now, and I really want to focus in mostly today about uh, James' understanding about how you get on the road to perfection. Now, according to James, the path to perfection, I should say the path of perfection, it begins with joy. Have you lost your joy during this pandemic? Have you lost your joy because your, your life, your lifestyle has been turned upside down? Have you lost your joy? It's time for us to find our joy. Because if you're going to get on the road of perfection and be perfect, even as Jesus taught us to be perfect, then James says the path of perfection begins with joy. James chapter 1. James says, my brethren, count it all joy. When you fall into diverse temptations, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. But let patience have her perfect work. There it is. Let patience have a perfect work that you may be perfect entire, wanting nothing. Wanting nothing. James says, count it all joy. Consider it joy. When you fall into a test, a trial, a problem, James says, let the joy of the Lord be your strength. Don't lose your joy, whatever you do. You're on the path to perfection. Don't let nobody and no one steal your joy. You're on the path of perfection. So James says, count it all joy. Now James didn't say count it all joy, and I mentioned this to you some weeks ago. He didn't say count it all joy when you with open eyes, when you walk into temptation, when you just jump into a problem that you otherwise could have avoided. He didn't say count that joy. After all, didn't Jesus teach us to avoid these things? He certainly did. In this same Sermon on the Mount, when Jesus taught his disciples the disciples' prayer, in chapter 6 of Matthew, verse 13, he taught us to pray and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. So you don't just walk into a test, a temptation. You don't just yield to that temptation. You avoid it at all costs. And you believe God that he'll deliver you from the evil one. Glory to God. Glory to God. But you know what, beloved? When you fall, and that's what James says, count it all joy when you fall. When you fall, don't get upset. Don't lose the victory. This is part of being on the path of perfection. This is part of the process to get you from being fully formed to being fully developed. So whatever you do, don't lose your joy. You just got to know that the pressures of life, whatever those pressures may be, we all deal with pressure. And sometimes pressure comes in and it squeezes us from every side. 
But just know when you're dealing with the pressures of life, just know that God has used these pressures to produce patience in us. And why do we need the patience? Because the patience puts us on the path of perfection. Glory to God. In fact, we got to learn to praise God and worship God when we're under the different pressures, when we feel like we're being squeezed, we feel like we're being choked, we gotta learn to get that praise out. We gotta learn to glory in that, huh? Why do we glory in tribulations? You know, Paul told the Roman Christians in Romans chapter five, verse three, Paul says, but we glory in tribulations also. That's right, but we glory in tribulation also, knowing that tribulation works patience. Did you hear that, beloved? Tribulation puts you on the road to patience. And patience puts you on the road, the path of perfection. I can recall years ago, young man got in my prayer line, and he says, Pastor, I, I need you to pray that the Lord give me patience. So I laid hands on him, and I began to say, Lord, give him tests, trials, and tribulations. And the young man, based on the countenance of his face, he lost the victory. He didn't want that. But that's what it takes if you're going to get on the path of perfection. So Paul said to the Romans, Romans 5, 3, but we glory in tribulation also, knowing that tribulation works patience and patience experience and experience hope. That's what the pressures of life do to us. It squeezes us. It squeezes the best out of us. So the tribulation works patience. And patience works experience. It produces experience. And that it's that experience that gives us hope. And guess what, beloved? Paul says, and hope maketh us not ashamed. I'm not, I'm not ashamed. I won't need to be disappointed. I will not be defeated because of the pressures of life. Not going to be disappointed, Paul says. You're not going to be defeated. Hope making not a shame. Why? For the love of God is shed abroad in the hearts. In other words, the love of God is poured out of our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which has been given to us. Thank God for the Holy Ghost. Thank God for Holy Ghost power. Glory to God. That's being on the path of perfection. And you know that tribulation. God's going to use it to teach me patience. And in teaching me patience, I'm going to have Christian experience. It's going to be on my Christian character. And through that experience, oh, bless God, I have hope. I have hope, and this hope does not make me ashamed because I have the Holy Spirit in my heart, that Holy Spirit that's been shed abroad in my heart by the Holy Ghost. What is the Lord, what is God saying? When you're under pressure, when you're going through something, that's the time to allow the Holy Ghost to pour out of you. That's the time to pray in the Spirit. That's the time to worship in the Spirit. Let the Holy Ghost be poured out of your heart. And God has given us that Holy Spirit. That's what Paul says. He said it has been given unto us. Glory to God. Glory to God. Now going back to James. James didn't say that the trial of your faith makes you perfect. No. 
The trying of your faith worketh patience. But the trying of your faith in and of itself does not make you perfect. Hmm? So you might as well forget making your little test, your trial, your tribulation a sacred cow. You might as well forget that. It's interesting to me how many people, they hold on to what they're going through. They're always going through something, but they never get through. Come on, you got to get through. You got to get on the path to perfection and get this thing behind you. Huh? Some people just feel better when they know that they have a problem and they can share with others. I got this problem. The problem is you got the same problem all the time. You're going through, but when are you going to get through? When are you going to get to the other side? So it isn't. It, it isn't, according to James. He didn't say the trying of your faith makes you perfect. You see, beloved, you can come. Not, now, it is true. You can come out of a trial perfect, not because of the trial itself, but because you allow patience to have her perfect work. I know that's what God is saying. We must be patient. We must be patient. At some point on this path, God's going to stretch forth his hand. And this pandemic must be stayed. God's going to stretch forth his hand when his people, the nations, the leaders of this world, when his people who call by his name, humble themselves and pray, seek his face, turn from their wicked ways, then God promised. He said, I'll, I'll forgive your sins and I'll heal your land. And I'm telling you, we got to be patient. And we will live to see the goodness of God in the land of the living. We will live to see the goodness of God right here, right now in our land. Because God has promised. Glory to God. God has promised. And, and so the Lord has to remind me of that from time to time. Because it's easy to get distracted when you're on this path. It's easy to get distracted. In fact, I've stopped watching news after 7 p.m. I don't want to watch it. I should be up till about 11 o'clock digesting that stuff. Then can hardly sleep because I'm thinking about this stuff. But the Lord has said, put it in my hands and be patient. Turn it over to Jesus and be patient and stay on the path. Don't look to the right hand or the left hand. Just stay on the path and keep moving forward. Glory to God. See, it's the trine of your faith that calls for patience. So when your faith is tried, that is God's way of calling you to patience to get on the road to perfection. Glory to God. Now, James clearly said that perfection, not perfection, but patience. Patience works, produces a perfect work. Now, why is the work perfect? Now, remember the word patience really means, not the word patience, but the word perfection. Perfection. It means completedness, fully developed. And so James says, patience produces a perfect work. In fact, in James, James said it makes you perfect, entire, wanting nothing. Can you imagine being at that place where you're so completed, you don't want nothing. You, you, you're, not, you're not lacking of nothing in your life. All that's left is giving God the praise and the glory. Glory to God. So patience produces a perfect work. So patience is enduring 
uh, an affliction, a problem. And you're enduring it without anger or complaint. You don't have that bottom lip stuck out. And you're just upset with God and everybody. But patience is being able to endure your affliction. It's not waiting for something to happen. But it's enduring what is happening. That's what Paul called it long-suffering. Long-suffering. Lord, I'm willing to suffer long in this situation. I'm willing to endure this situation because I know I'm on the right path. I'm on the path of perfection. Remember Jesus said in John chapter, not John, but Matthew chapter 22. Now, chapter 10, verse 22. Yeah, Matthew chapter 10, verse 22. Jesus said, but he who endures to the end shall be saved. What are you saying, Jesus? Jesus is saying you got to hold on. You can't give up. You can't give out. You got to hold on. You got to endure this thing. Because if you hold on to the end, you shall be saved. What do you mean you shall be saved? I'm already saved. That word in Matthew chapter 10, verse 22 is the word sozo. S-O-Z-O, sozo. And the word sozo means to be saved. It means to be healed. It means to be delivered. It means to be preserved. It means to be made whole. And Jesus says if you endure to the end, you shall be made whole. You shall be fully developed on the path of perfection. Now in closing, in closing, I want to remind you how patience work. I want to remind you that patience comes to undergird our faith when all hell breaks loose. Some of you have been there. If you haven't been there, keep living. You'll get there. And some might even say, well, I, I, you know, you keep talking about when you fall into death. I haven't felt anything. Well, keep living. We're all going to fall into something or another because that's the only way we're going to get on the path of perfection. And God wants us to be perfected, completed, fully developed. That's the only way. We got to allow patience to have a perfect work that we may be perfect and entire, one and nothing. But patience comes in to undergird our faith, especially when all hell breaks loose. You feel like your back is up against the wall. That's the time you need that patience because patience reinforces our faith like a pier, if you will, like a pier reinforces a bridge. Now, some of you probably drove over a bridge to get here. But the reason that bridge didn't cave in and didn't give out on you, because it was upheld, it was reinforced by a pier. And that's what patience is. It is the pier to keep us in faith. We're not giving up. We still trust God. We still believe God. We've still got a mind that's made up to going with God. Why? Because patience is upholding my faith. Patience is upholding your faith. So the trine of your faith doesn't perfect faith, but it puts patience on the path, the path of perfection. God wants us to be perfect. And again, not sinlessly perfect, 
but perfect as he is perfect. God is a spirit. Yes, you can be perfect in your spirit by having God's spirit. And God's spirit has attributes. God's spirit has fruit. It's called love, joy, peace, patience, huh? gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, and temperance. And against such, there is no law. There is no prohibition. Nothing can stop you on this road, on this path of perfection. Let us pray. Father, thank you. Lord, thank you for your will, for us to be perfect even as you are perfect. Thank you for placing us on the path of perfection. Teaching us to be patient. Teaching us to always be joyful. Counting every situation that comes against us in a negative way. We're considering that situation with joy, knowing this. That's all about our faith, not about us, but about what we believe. It's all about our faith, the trine of our faith, which work of patience. But Father, teach us to glory in tribulation. Teach us to understand, Father, that it's not for aught. For tribulation works patience. Patience gives us experience, and experience gives us great hope, and that hope will never make us ashamed. Never. Oh, there's no defeat in you. There's no disappointment in you. And I thank you, Father God. And God, we may not be there yet, but because we are fully formed, you've given us the capacity to be fully developed by your spirit. And I thank you, Father God. I thank you. Even as Paul said to the Colossians in Colossians chapter 2, that we are complete in him. In other words, we are complete in Christ Jesus, who's the head and the principality of all powers. We're complete in him. So help us to stay on the path. Encourage that heart, Father God. Encourage that head that's hung down. Lift it up and help us to be patient and help us to run this race with joy and gladness, knowing that we're on the path of perfection. In Jesus' name. And now, Father, I thank you that you have anointed us. You've anointed us with your word and your power. And you've given us the right to use the name of Jesus, that mighty and matchless name. So in Jesus' name, we come against every demonic force that have come to impress your people. We come against every adversary. We come against oppression and affliction. We come against that which comes to steal our joy. And Father, we just bind those forces and we command them to loose your people in Jesus' name. Lord, touch that one that's in need of a healing. Touch that one that is in need of encouragement. Lift up that hung down head. Oh, God, lighten that burden. 
Do what only you can do for your people. So in Jesus' name, we declare and say, the enemy is defeated and the Lord Jesus Christ is exalted. And we thank you for the exceeding greatness of your power to us who believe in your mighty power. Power in Jesus' name. Power to live right. Power to be healed. Power to be delivered. Power to stand and not fall. Power to get on the path of perfection and stay on the path in Jesus' name. Father, thank you for salvation and deliverance in Jesus' name. Glory to God. If you haven't made your peace with Almighty God, you need to do so. He's waiting on you. And he loves you so much. He's already provided for you through his son Jesus Christ who died on the cross for you. And he's waiting for you. And the only thing you have to do is accept his invitation and be at peace with him. But you can only be at peace with him through his son, Jesus Christ. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man coming to the Father but by me. I am the way. Jesus said, I am the door. It all begins with him. Now, if you'll confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. That's right, beloved. It's that simple. Confess with your mouth. Believe in your heart that God has raised Jesus Christ from the dead and you shall be saved. And with the, your mouth, you'll make that confession unto salvation. Tell somebody. Tell a loved one. Tell a friend that Jesus Christ is your Lord. Jesus Christ is your Savior. So with the confession of your mouth. So confession is made unto salvation. And with your heart, you believe it unto righteousness. That you are now the righteousness of God in Christ. Glory to God. Beloved, you do those simple things. The Lord Jesus Christ will manifest his salvation. He'll give you the assurance that you have been regenerated and you're now in the family of God. Oh, glory to God. Make that decision. Make that decision. And it'll be the most important decision you've ever made in your life. In Jesus' name. Glory to God. Well, beloved, I want to encourage you to continue to stand. Stay on the path of perfection. Let patience have a perfect work. Don't lose your joy. Don't let nobody steal your joy. Oh God, these words, Jesus, that I've spoken unto you, that your joy may be full and your joy may remain in you. He wants joy to remain in you and he wants our joy to be full. So whatever you do, don't lose your joy. Amen. Thank you for tuning in today. And I'm believing God that this week is going to be the best week. That's right. The best week that you've had during this pandemic. This week. A week of hope, encouragement, and great expectation. This week is your week. And remember, beloved, God is a God of faith. And Jesus said we're to have faith in him. Walk in love. Walk in love. And whatever you do, have faith in God.
Amen. Join us Sunday at Agape Word Fellowship, where Dr. Jerry Maya Williams is your pastor, proclaiming a life-changing message of the agape love and power that God is. For more information, log on now at www.agapeword.net. 1430 South New Hope Road, Agape Word Fellowship.